Hello and welcome. This is Hemming and Hawing with Brett and Sean. Episode 5, right? Or is it episode 4? Episode 5. Episode 4, four, I think. Episode 4. Damn. Okay, okay well, we'll get the milestone next week. Uh, <laughs> but this one, I think, is going to be a little bit of a snow-shortened uh, podcast in my world. As, like I was telling Sean, and I don't know where the, where the snippets will end up, but I'm at my aunt and uncle's and I'm sitting on something like 22 inches of snow. So, yeehaw. You're living it up there. Yeah. Thank God that uh, my uncle's got some. I think he's got something like 300 pounds of wild boar in his basement currently, <laughs> packaged in various ways. Well, so yeah, thank goodness I think for that. that. Last year, till it melts. <laughs> That's the thing. I think I could make it happen uh, at least a little while, but it is, uh, <laughs> it is just weird. The beer, the beer might run out first, and that would be tragic. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll have a mental health crisis after that. Well, he's got. Yeah, I mean, his whiskey collection's kind of incredible. So I'd hate to drink my way through it, but uh, oh. I'm, I'm sure I'd enjoy it as I did. So there's there's a backup plan already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. There's there are there's layers to this shit, as they say. But yeah, I don't know. We are we are fully in the midst of a a crazy snow. Like these neighbors are full on going to be drifting. Like there's there's probably a four foot drift in front of their garage door. Oh man, <laughs> it's a it's a it's an absolute mess, man. An absolute mess. It's 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 kind of cool to see, but it's crazy. And yeah, the incompetence of uh, local governments and clearing snow is it's like you read it. It's shit like you read about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's absolutely just, legendary. I don't know if it, if you tried to screw it up worse. Like, could you come up with a way to do? No, because like. No, like, like, I don't even, I don't even know what they do. Like, I don't, I don't know what is being done. The only thing I saw was a fucking, like, gator, like a UTV with a brush plow on the front of it, <laughs> driving down one of the bigger streets. Like, who the fuck are you helping, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a little undersized. Yeah. No, I mean, there's interstates. Interstates are closed from here to uh, Wyoming and then Wyoming to Nebraska. Like, it's crazy. And from Lyman into the mountains, like it's like there are hundreds and hundreds of miles of interstate closed right now. But I don't know. It's it's a it's a crazy shit show. But it, yeah, you know, it's fun. It's uh, I'm enjoying the company at least with the, the little cousin in town, and it's good. Been a a, a bender like I haven't had in a long time. <laughs> uh, generally, just three days of not much else to do but drink and hang out. Yeah, a little competition from the cousins, seeing who's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh yeah, Secret Hitler got out of hand, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's simply because everyone else is an idiot, you know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> usually the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. I I don't know. One of my cousins likes insane approaches in the game. Like, like so he was a fascist, and I was Hitler. And he's the he's the he's the first president because it was his turn to go first. He gives the chancellorship to me. We're playing where I don't know he's like I don't know he's a fascist, but he knows I'm Hitler. Okay. We're playing with seven people, so I had my thumb up. They saw who I was. Whatever. So he hands me two red tiles as Hitler right away. I play a red tile, and I was like, "Well, I don't know. I got two reds." He sells people. He gave me a red and a blue. <laughs> like he's going in wild just really i mean immediately frame your hitler 
just that's the mind games, I guess. Like then, who knows where it's going? Which like, I I think works okay with this group because like there's a bunch of people that hadn't played much. But like, is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? Like, how how did we just immediately want to bring smoke to Hitler? But, <laughs> He's just going. Yeah. yeah, he's got to get his points while he's got the easy double red at his at his fingers. Yeah, and then okay, so so that's that's the it's probably the ninth game of the night, but I'll take you back to game eight. He's Hitler. I'm a fascist, and he he examines my cousin's party membership and like he says she's a liberal because she is, and uh, she she's the president. He's the chancellor. Obviously, before three had been a and three fascist houses have been enacted. So he's the he's the chancellor. She's the president. She hands him a red and a blue. He plays the red one and then tells the table she handed him a red and a blue. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he's a wild man. He's just out there, just flashing it all for like, him to see and like, wondering how it's gonna go. Like, and then and then you want to talk about putting the spot on your on your fascist fellows. I am out here talking about like you know like like you know he he knew she was a liberal so he wanted the presidential power to be used by a liberal like like a promise like this makes sense blah blah you know what I mean like uh-huh. good lord and then I and then I managed to get the girl the cousin who gave him a red and a blue and he turned down the blue shot so <laughs> I did my job there and then my fellow fascist wasn't paying attention and shot Hitler <laughs> when she was the that president sounds like you guys. Had a very well, <laughs> well constructed game, straight down yeah, the middle, so, just following the rules as one might. So as as you can imagine, I was losing my mind at certain points in this evening, trying to <laughs> understand the decisions that were being made because they were radical. <laughs> well, Brett, some people play to have fun first, not to win first, and maybe that's Don't just. That. <clears throat> but you know what's fun, Sean? Winning. Winning is fun. Not at but, the expense yeah, so... of. Accidentally shooting your own team settler. <laughs> God damn it! It was, it was Sam, and she's like, "Yeah, I just completely forgot who Hitler was, so I just shot him because the whole table wanted me to." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> did he frame himself as Hitler for the whole table for sure? And did you just decide to shoot the guy we were trying to protect?" <laughs> yes, but okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, it's been a it's been a fun little weekend here, but it's been a uh, yeah hectic and crazy. But now it's just me, Sam, Trevor, and Chelsea, so we got a, okay. a relaxed group in, playing some cards, some sushi go party, and making dumplings for the evening. I think it's going to be a movie night and see where the morning finds us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you that's the bonus of the work from home, or at least yeah. everyone being used to it for the last year, so figure something that's out. That's the weird thing, though. Yeah, like like my cousin and I, we never work. Well, we're always in the office, but... Uh-huh. So... We'll see. But how was your weekend? What have you been up to? <clears throat> a lot of work on the house. We were there both days. Just tearing up walls, pulling out light fixtures. You going with yellow for Scout's room? <laughs> I don't know yet. Could be. I think I'll give Haley <laughs> choice there, so we'll probably end up for with space. some sort of shade of yellow. Good for you. Good for you. Those are... Those are it, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out for me because they're just things where, like, <clears throat> in my in my like, I just I just don't want certain colors in my house and like, like like if if Sam wanted like pink something, I'd probably be like, we're we're just not doing this. 
I can't imagine her wanting a pink thing, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like this, this can't be how this house is structured. (laughs) I don't know if I care enough to really have, I mean, I definitely, yeah. There'd be some. No, I mean, and that's, yeah, for sure. You have a, uh, you obviously have a better perspective given that you're in it currently. (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's mostly what we're doing is, I mean, we still oh, got so like a month and a half. What else so are you doing? Oh, no, okay. we still have got to pick paint colors, but we're just like patching holes mostly and <coughs> cleaning some stuff. And like, I don't know, the house has a lot of like little stuff to fix. Like the, they're just like the air filter for the air system was just like pushed out of the way so that it wasn't because it was so That's like gross important. and caked up. So like instead of replacing it. <laughs> They just decided to like bend it out of the way so it wouldn't block the airflow. So, yeah, that's just simply not important, Sean. Come on. Yeah, all the vents are a little. Who dirty. needs an air filter? Makes yeah, sense. Exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. But yeah, just silly stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that's kind of fun though. It's cool to be. It's 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 weird. It's your first house. It's weird to have a house. <coughs> right. It's, it's yeah. It's your very own. I know, He's I'm your a very own. <laughs> Just another white man with some land. <laughs> this will go well. <laughs> yeah, that uh, historically uh, works out very well for you. <laughs> yeah, I think this is where I turn super conservative, conservative and start shaking my fist at people. Johnson <laughs> <laughs> of fun. Two more summers in Florida away from owning about sixteen shotguns and oh. <laughs> and a MAGA hat. And some wild animals. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> sixteen shotguns and a fucking tiger. <laughs> Chest hats. It's gonna be great. Yeah, you, you, what you really need is like the cutoff flannels. Yeah, that's I think I'm gonna that start would, showing uh, up to work in those. <laughs> two summers away from a meth addiction. At least one wild animal and a wardrobe full of cutoff uh, flannels. <laughs> we'll Man, see. would I fit in then? <laughs> the good life. Hey, Amen. You know, just you, you and your kinfolk. It'd be a. I don't know. That'd be that'd be wild. I, I wonder at what point I would st- try to intervene. Perhaps yeah, the first cutoff flannel. <laughs> that'd be a crazy <laughs> transformation for me. <laughs> like Sean, I'm all for you owning as many guns as you want, obviously. But cutoff flannels and uh bleach blonde hairs, it's it's just not for you. It's just not for you. Yeah, I'm unfortunately not of the complexion where I can get that nice wrinkled <laughs> orange skin going. Yet, Which is, yet, 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 yet. It just takes a bunch know. of time in a tanning bed, and then just laying out in the sun all day. That'll but if you be were my full time job, <laughs> if you were to own a wild animal in Florida, what would you own? <clears throat> oh, it would be a good one around here. Ah, uh, there's like Florida panthers or something like that, which would be pretty dope. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, like a. And a little jungle cat thing. Not that I'm, I'm sure that's like the last animal in Florida you're supposed to interact oh, for with sure. or try to have as a pet. A hundred percent. But did you hear the story about the guy in Florida who uh, <clears throat> paid a guy to let him into a cage with a mountain lion? No. 
got mauled and sued the dude, but yeah, I paid him to <laughs> paid him like a hundred and forty bucks to get in a cage with a live mountain lion. Just got his face fucking ripped off. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. For the low, low price of $140, you can get mauled damn near you to death. You thought I was going to make a friend? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Like, like, what was your plan, dude? What was your <clears> – after you got in the cage, what was your next step? Or like, what was your what was your best possible scenario? What's your win outcome? I don't but, know. I don't think anyone bought tickets to that fight. <laughs> I don't know. That's and that's the thing. Like, was he actually trying to fight a thing? Was he trying to become a friend? Was he trying to pet this animal? Like, what was what was the approach? But yeah, hundred and forty bucks gets you in a cage. And then the idea that the idea that you can sue this person. Come on, man. Yeah. Like the disgrace. I'm sure that dude illegally owned that panther or whatever. But also, like, I don't know. I just don't think you should have the right to sue him because you're a fucking idiot. So, eh. what do you think? I don't know. I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's right that that guy should get sued for that because you're an idiot. No, I think he should probably have like criminal prosecution for owning that animal and treating it in that way. But like, come on, you don't win anything. Yeah, the judge should just be like, "Uh, you're gone. Get out of here." Yeah, like I'm. I, I, I don't have time for this today. Actually, yeah. like there are real things happening in the world, and you're just a fucking idiot. So <laughs> let's keep it moving with our days. Oh, we do love to get cut up on the really stupid stuff that shouldn't be taking up any oh, of our attention. That's especially in the courts. That's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know, man. That'd be that'd be a good one. I think. I thought one. I think it'd be cool to own a mountain goat. Because it'd be kind of fun to hike with a mountain goat, right? <laughs> yeah. But then I was just like, a bighorn sheep would do the same thing, and they look way doper. So I guess I'll take a bighorn sheep. Yeah. I but that also makes me a little nervous because they are like hunted animals here, you know? Oh. So I don't want my pet getting shot. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think it'd actually make a good hiking buddy? Like, would it hang around when you put a leash on it? Well, the question there? is, is like, like, how tame can we get these animals? Like, if we could get them mildly domesticated, then yeah, it'd be pretty sick to have a mountain goat and just be like, oh, shit, there's Billy. He's up on the he's up on the mountainside. Uh-huh. You know? Just Billy goat gruff. He comes running back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just hops down the face. Mountain, I, I've seen a few mountain goats in person when I was hiking, and they're they're incredible. Like, they're wow. crazy incredible. Like, they, they like the things you see in, in YouTube videos are very true, that they're just on cliff edges. Uh-huh. Like, on walls. It's wild. So, I don't know, I think it'd, be, it'd be, at least be fun to see him go. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it'd be bet. hilarious if you had a trained one that you could bring, like, to the top of the mountains with you. People would love that. Yeah, you'd have to have one that, like you said, was domesticated <laughs> and, like, actually wanted to hang around. I don't think trying to drag around a wild mountain goat would be very much fun. Yeah, I mean, a, a, and a or big nice horn sheep, I think, goat, could just big... bully me. Yeah. Yeah, like a big horn sheep would just lay its head down and murder <laughs> me, so... As Maybe the goat as it movie. should. If you're, it's like the mountain lion again. Like if you're messing with it like that, I, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, I, 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 got, I wouldn't really have a problem with it, but I guess in my mind, these animals would be at least mildly domesticated, so that we could, like, it'd be like having a dog, kind of, you know, uh-huh. like free to do their thing, but like can do some cool tricks and like enjoy your companionship. And looks cool standing on. Small cliffs. Exactly. Very cool standing on small cliffs. But I'd be, I mean, how nervous would you be as a goat dad? 
like <laughs> watching <laughs> watching your goat scale a cliff for the first time. Oh, there's like, Billy again. Yeah, you know I didn't raise him to do that. I did not teach him how to do this shit like his mom normally would have. So like you better hope that shit's innate. Because otherwise sure Billy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> sure it's all there, but yeah. <laughs> you never know the first time out on the cliffs. For sure Just stressful. Maybe strap him in with some safety lines. He's belaying. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be electric you, you like teach him how to like top rope you teach him how to lay lines for you so you can climb things that'd be incredible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> teach him to if you're really struggling to grab it and pull you up <laughs> yeah that'd be i don't know i don't know so i think uh, i think a billy goat would be kind of fun but but yeah, i don't know it, it all hinges on the idea of yes you're not torturing this animal and they don't want to murder you <clears throat> yeah that's at least which the is, baseline of a start there. Which is definitely uh, perhaps a leap. <laughs> it's fun, but I don't know. Exactly, and why not? We never know where these things go. People do all kinds of crazy shit with animals now. Yeah, you'll never know when you're going to be able to just <clears throat> like order one of those. Just have someone 3D print a mountain goat for you and give it whatever disposition <laughs> you want. I mean, it, like, did you hear the uh, forced monkey labor in Thailand? In Thailand, it's either Thailand or no. Taiwan. I think it was Taiwan. Yeah, they were chaining monkeys and making them like they had monkeys chained around the neck, and they were being made to climb coconut trees and pick coconuts. Mm, that's I don't know. That seems pretty messed up. We do a lot of messed up things, <laughs> animals. But I don't know. When the chains come out, it just kind of takes on a whole different nature. Isn't that isn't that crazy though? We had just like four slave monkeys that pick coconuts now. Yeah, that's. I mean, on the one <laughs> hand, it's wild that you can actually convince the monkey to go do that for you, right? Like that's just crazy and <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how you teach them, but yeah, they uh, are fully. I don't know. It was a big issue. Like the obviously the coconut companies all got like i mean absolutely trashed online like <laughs> goya beans did but it's it's at least a fascinating concept <laughs> the slave yeah. monkey laborer there's gotta be a better way but he i'm sure they've been figuring out all kinds of messed up ways to get their coconuts Oh, for sure. And it's not like this is a thing that just started. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were reading an article about it last night. Like, they had full-on monkey training schools. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Yeah. I guess whenever there's a opportunity to make money, someone will come in and do it. Whatever it takes. Who's... who? It's, it's just one of those things, though. Like, like, we've talked about tunnels when it's like, like who's the first person who thought... Like, let's drill through the mountain. Who's the first person that thought, let's throw chains on a monkey and make them pick our coconuts for free? Ah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, who's, just... who's having these ideas? <laughs> and how oh. does it get to the point where you're a large-scale monkey slave operation? And that's, the, and that's the thing. Like, like someone had the idea, and then someone said, yo, that's actually a good idea. And the other person said, I think we can do it all the way up to the top to the point where they have a full-on enslaved monkey program. Yeah, like there's someone who's paying all the bills and knows 
exactly how many monkeys they have enslaved. Like, <laughs> yeah. just hangs out and is like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, and someone ran ran the idea all the way up to the top, and they said, let's do it. That's That's wild. How many levels of people does this have to go to before it's implemented? Because I would imagine many. Yeah, I would imagine. What do you think? <laughs> where do you think a monkey slave trainer that's out of the job goes for work next? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's probably it was he probably's following the line of like his grandpa, his dad, him. Like my dad before <laughs> me was business. a monkey slave trainer. Yeah, like so. So where does he go next? We don't think about the people like this when we when we shut down the monkey slave trade. Probably to the coconut gin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> That's uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a wild world, and I love that story. I mean, it's very sad about the monkeys, but I love that stories like this exist, and there are still things that we can find out about in today's day and age. Uh, I'm sure incredible. there's a lot more of them than we know about. I'm sure there's <laughs> some just sitting right in front of our faces. Probably. I mean, that's like, I guess that was my kind of takeaway when Tiger King came out last. Uh, last march like how do we have this many howard well one howard tiger's so cheap tigers <laughs> were like 2500 bucks like half the dogs in the world like half the purebred dogs cost that much yeah or similar like you're telling me i can get a full-on wild tiger for 2500 dollars and how is this trade this big of a deal in the united states like they said there was 10 to fifty thousand tigers in private zoos or privately owned. That's, what? That's insane. Like, can't we do better? That number might be wildly exaggerated. It might have been like six to 8,000. But regardless, any number over like 150 is a crazy number. Yeah. I, that's, that's just, yeah. How do you get involved in the tiger game? And why? Why are you doing this? Like, I mean, clearly, like, I'm sure, I'm sure most of them think they can make money or the other ones are just rich people that are, like, sociopaths, but I just don't get it. Yeah, we definitely give rich people a pass. Like, it's, we definitely have this thing where if you have enough money to go buy a tiger and put it in a cage in your free time, or just, like, whatever, you're a rich yeah, person. Like, oh, he's, he's just eccentric. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, no, he's a fucking sociopath. But. I don't know. It's just stuff like that. Like, yeah, like you're saying, it's it's right in front of us, but it's actually crazy that those things exist. Yeah, but, that's. I'm know, sure. It, yeah, I'm sure there's it's both ones that are stunning and makes me filled with pride at America. It's both shameful and pride filling for me. It's a it's a weird mix of emotions. Yeah, there's certainly like the ingenuity of people like slightly under the surface that. They get into this sort of thing, but there's also like, where, like, where do the morals come in, or where, you know, what's yeah. going wrong? Where yeah. all of these people are just totally in on it. But then also, like, how can we have all these insanely idiotic laws on the books, and then we don't have enough to stop thousands of tigers being privately owned in the United States. Like, I'm all for freedom as much as the next guy, but if you want to own a tiger, like, you should probably put in... It, you're, it's a pre-crime. You're going to be a criminal, so yeah. you don't get to own a tiger now. All right. Let's just not like, do that. 
Yeah, like if you're actively seeking them and it's not like a rescue situation, then like no, that's not okay. Yeah, even though even the rescue situations, like why are you so fucking obsessed with tigers, you weirdo? Get a dog or a cat, like a normal person. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't really. I've never just give. I don't know. We just give people a pass on it, I guess, or like. I don't know. It's so frustrating the way it's so people weird. behaved. It's, it's just so weird. People are absolutely crazy. They're absolutely crazy. But, yeah, on the yeah. one hand, we're like, we run to call people out on this stuff and try to ruin their careers. And other times we just like give them a pass like, oh, well, you know, we really need this person doing these other things. So. And it's like we can't ever imagine that someone replacing them or someone replacing their business. It's like we can't quite figure out how to be like, no, you can't have child slaves in your supply lines. I don't care. Can't can't these be rules? It's pretty. Yeah, no, you are 100% correct that it's. And that's what we talked about the other day. Didn't we talk about that on on our first podcast? Like the, the house bill that. Uh, passed damn near unanimous, unanimously in the House, looking into supply lines in uh, China, and then on the Senate got pretty much shut down by big corporations. <laughs> yeah, just right, and, and just, no one's and like no one's mad about it. Like, how many news lines were there about it? Like, how many people were upset about it enough to like still be thinking about it? Nobody. Yeah. Like, how many people are out in the streets? Like, yeah, we can't hold their attention on these sorts of things for long enough. Like. We just we get so confused about like how big of a deal something is like something huge will happen and we'll spend the same amount of time on it as like the most minor thing like, oh, now we can't print this person's book anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and like people. Well, I guess people's attention spans are crazy. Like, yes, what you're saying. But then people just get caught up in the weirdest things like like half the things that happened like this last summer. How many of them are worse than what's going on in China that we're just actively okay with? No, none like, of them. I'll I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go on the record on this one. Like Black Lives Matter is nonsense. You're talking about Black Lives in America. That's all you're talking about. Like what's going on in Africa? That's, Millions of people in genocide kind of... in horrible conditions. No fucks given. <laughs> Yeah, there are full-on fucking, like, famines happening in Somalia. Like, yeah. children are starving daily. Who gives a fuck? Tens of thousands of refugees. Just, we have no idea. We have no plan. We have no thoughts about I what saw, to do about I this. I saw a statistic yesterday. The the child migrant facilities in Texas, in some of the border towns, are at 730% capacity. <laughs> and yeah. we... Like, was this not a huge deal like six months ago? Have we forgotten that we're not a, like we're not fans of kids in cages? I don't know. I right. Like, how has this not been resolved? And was it just was it just Trump bashing? Like, if that's <laughs> yeah. all it was, like you people are disgusting, dude. The moral fiber of of like everyone who is in any significant position is incredibly weak. It's incredibly weak. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. It's all like. We can't get out of our own heads and, like, deal with a little bit of discomfort or, like, oh, you know, my career could maybe go the wrong way if I care about this thing. 
No. Which I get it on a personal level, but it's just when it when it goes to like a big group level or a societal level, it's just complete nonsense. Like, but, what are we doing? I just I just also don't understand. Like, like one, how are we letting? Yeah, we're letting these crazy like group decisions happen, like hoping that the group never turns on you. Like, is that why we're going along with it? Like, we're strictly hoping that, like, eventually it doesn't come for me if I say the right things. Or, like, even when I try my best to say the right things. Like, I don't know. It's just just insane that, like, generally well-to-do people just let this shit slide under what feels like hoping that it doesn't happen to them. Or that it won't come for them. Or that someone will remember that they, you know, like, how are we, I don't know. It's, It's just wild to me that as a society, we're not using our general better judgment on so many things. Yeah, and there's like this attitude of, well, that's just how things are done, or, you know, I can't really do anything about it. Like, the way our government operates, like, they'll have these massive bills come through with, like, so many things paired together. It's like, you guys could just simply come together and say, all right, let's fix this problem. Like, we're all agree on this, but no, it always gets, like, fucked up smash stuff together yeah it's like barely i don't think you i don't think you guys actually care like i don't think that's what i was telling yeah that's what i was telling sam the other day i saw this like house of rep members tweet saying uh the survival the 1400 dollars survival checks are on their way blah 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 if you like we're calling it a survival check if you thought it was a survival check would you not have like done everything you can to just get the checks passed through with nothing else going on like or would you not have gotten it done like fought tooth and nail to get this done months ago like it's been months since the last stimulus and you're calling fourteen hundred dollars the survival portion of this like what are we talking about here no it's completely fake headlines it's yeah it's just a very clear indication that they don't give a shit and they're sure just, not. and they're like, they're making it 10 times worse by pretending and playing this game. And like the media is right in along with it. Like they could have easily passed that before the election happened, but they didn't want to. No. And but who, like, who's believing these things though? Like who sees this and says, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. The, the survival checks are on their way. This is perfect. Like what? I'm it's not just, sure. It's I'm just sure. stunning to me. And, like, even if you don't, like, what do you, what can you do about it? The other question, like, we yeah. clearly have to redo the whole system and make some pretty radical changes. But that process is actually pretty hard to get there. And it I just, just, I don't yeah. know, it, it seems like we're kind of stuck just, in this loop. I just need this, like, insane hyperbolic, hyperbolic descriptions uh, to stop of things. Like... Stimulus checks are on their way is all that tweet needed to be. And you just try to like hype yourself up and make yourself like sound like saviors. Like that this is crazy town. I just don't I just don't get it. Yeah, and plus you can't even come up with a justification for why you're sending these checks either and why you're spending the money in the way you, you are. Like the yeah. people at the top have no idea. Joe <laughs> Biden has no clue the economic impact of what he's signing. He has no idea where the money is going, I'm sure. Like I'm sure if you asked him tomorrow, you know, where's the stimulus money going and ask him to name the top three areas. He'd probably miss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, it, but all that have to come down to is like the people, you know, like, like, yeah, like, whatever that I'll means. T- well, listen, well, listen here, Sonny, what I'm, I don't know why he's from Louisiana now, but 
Uh, all he's going to say is he's going to say, Dadgummit, it's going to the people. That's the one area this is going to. It's not going to three areas. It's going to one area. That's the American people. And then it's over. And like, clip it, put it on Twitter. President's great guy. That's Spin it. it. Ten different ways to have the media respond to the media, respond to the media. And then yeah. two hours later, on to the next random shit. Yeah. And right, I just don't understand. what. Where are people, What like, what is the average person in the United States like feel about this how do they react are they confused by what's going on because it seems pretty clear to most people who spend any time thinking about it yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's it's very very interesting but it's just this constant <laughs> the, the most frustrating part about biden's presidency for me thus far is one i mean like things that trump did like airstrikes and child cages things that i'm like i'm not even gonna say i've got a problem with necessarily it's a much more case by case to me like people that were up in absolute arms about it are silent now and two like the goalpost biden sets for himself like it's it's like saying i'm gonna make a 35 yard field goal after i just kicked it in (laughs) Like, like he has, like when, when he said we're going to administer 100 million shots in my first 100 days, we were giving out like 950,000 shots a day at that point. And it's not like it's going to go down. Yeah. And then when, yeah. and then when he says, I'm going to mandate that every state makes uh, vaccinations available for every adult by May 1st, I think we're already on pace for that. Like, none of the goals are like... Well, maybe we'll make it, maybe we won't, but we're going to have to, like, come together and do our best to do it. No, we're already going to hit those. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think they have any plans to do anything radical and new. Like, I guess they're trying to push the new, the Green Deal or whatever the fuck that is. But I don't know. Like, there's no presidents no, like, and their cabinets. Like, they don't have lofty goals for making a better future and actually run some analysis and try to think and bring in smart people on it. Like, and like they I just mean, pander around. Say what you will about Trump. And I have, and will continue to, but you know, he did set what everyone said was an egregiously bad goal of having a vaccine done by the end of last year. And he did it. Like the United States had it by the end of last year. So like, and who knows, maybe we're already going to have it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. But, but he was being lambasted for saying that we'd have one by the end of the year by the media. But we did. So I don't. It's just. It's just very interesting to me that we're letting these insanely, like, like already accomplished goals, uh, be set as significant targets. I just don't get it. It's. It's very frustrating to me. Yeah, it's just New Year, same shit. We've been doing this for decades and decades. Yeah, what is I what what's the baseball saying? Like uh <laughs> kid thinks he hit a home run but he was born on third base. That's who I feel like uh <laughs> that's what I feel like Joe Biden is doing right now. Like he's he's calling he's acting like every single one of these is like calling a crazy shot like he's fucking Babe Ruth when we're already there. I just, and I, I don't know. It's it's wildly frustrating to me. And yeah, I don't Trump- Trump was like the most famous for this nonsense. He's like, well, you know, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, no yeah. other president's done this before. It's like, yeah. sure, dude, whatever. No. Feel good about yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's all it's all wild though. It's all actually crazy. But yeah, I guess that's fooling? like I, everyone. I guess I don't know. Clearly, some people. 
Somebody, yeah. It's clearly working on a fair amount of people. If it's if it's like his talking points, like clearly his strategy team's like, yo, definitely, that's it. When a normal person that's mildly aware of the data can say, like, well, this is already happening, so what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. But is that just too much work? Maybe like either yeah, either it's actually like people don't have time or the background to understand some of the data and do some of the work and the thinking, or maybe it's actually just the constant like back and forth between the both sides and like the constant like throwing information at you that just confuses people and like it literally is so distracting and so emotionally like thrashing you about that there's no time to just have a reasonable opinion that's not like, ooh, I need to think about this new thing every day. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I, I guess. I, it's just it's just crazy to me because it seems like it, you, well, I guess you'd hope that all of those people are put in into these positions because they're some of the best at their job in the world. Sure, they are going to align more with the president's vision but you'd have to think that they're the best and brightest of the people whose vision align with his, right? Or you'd have to like that, – that would be the hope. Yeah. Like surround yourself by people who aren't just going to say yes to you but like we all have the same general goal and you're all a piece in how we're going to get there because I'm the president. I don't have – I may have a broad set of knowledge but I don't have the narrowness that I need to be able to solve some of these problems. Yeah, of course. So like, but we've just got a bunch of people who are, might just be lazy fucks that just like don't want to actually interact with their job the way they should. That's crazy town. I think I definitely think that's definitely a lot of what goes on in government. I mean, there's not really any incentives for anyone to do a good job in government. No, especially when your opponents just don't give a fuck either. Yeah, like it's it's kind of incredible. Like. <laughs> I mean, you're going to, like, one either the Republicans or the Democrats are going to win, you know, each seat and each presidency every year, like, 50-50. It's just so crazy to me. Like, like, how are the Republicans this inept at having, like, charisma? And how are the Democrats this inept at having decent policy? Like, I'm not saying every Republican policy is decent. But I think generally they're more effective. If you just look at how cities are being run by Democrats now, I think you can just question all uh, Democrat slash left wing things. Uh-huh. But like, so how are they this bad at running massive metropolises and they always get reelected? How? Like, there's that little charisma in the in the Republican Party, or like, there's are they that bad at explaining how their ideas could help the masses, or like? how we should maybe just take a different approach. Like, how? How think, are people this bad? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this before. Like, it's possible that, like, you just actually don't have smart people going into politics. It's like, if you're a smart person, you just don't want to go anywhere near that. Like, yeah. if you're an actual well, talented person, you probably just sure. don't care. Like, there's you a better job for you. very likely follow the money somewhere, yeah. Yeah, like, there's a much better life for you somewhere else. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, how is it possible... That they, we have such ineptitude on both sides, and we've had it for basically the entire existence of the country. And like you'd think, like if either the Republicans or the Democrats, like had some smart people in charge and got good, like they would just run the table, like they would just that's, own everything. Like the inefficiency, that's the thing, is just wait. Like I mean, people are so bad that if you had someone 
consistently halfway decent all the way across the board like you just own every seat you'd own the whole yeah. government immediately and that's where it's also confusing too because like like i, I it, it's so i guess partisan that people feel like they need to die on their sword of their shitty policy when like instead like yeah. if it's not working we can just change and we can say like we thought it would work and it didn't but we're gonna adapt and figure something else out that's better like you don't have to die on the hills of like shitty policy because you're in a certain party it's wild that's insane and yeah and like i don't know you'd think you'd think you'd be getting like a large group of really smart talented people together who are all backing one person and you would have like a super diverse knowledge base for whatever (laughs) problems you're up against and you would be able to come up with good solutions for these problems that's what we do in the private sector all the time like companies are just incredible at making enormous amounts of money on any sort of opportunity yeah. and it's Absolutely. like how how do you not have like in the government a, a large group of smart people like the, clearly they're not there or these problems are just so difficult that no human on the earth can actually solve these problems like it's one of the two yeah 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 i don't know i i don't know and it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's the latter no, it certainly not doesn't when, feel like these are insolvable. Not when like the problem has been solved somewhere else. I suppose. Yeah, and like you just refuse to see what's going on somewhere else. Or it's like there's definitely a shame around like copying someone else's position or like the way they operate. It's like you got to do it your way. But also just like like copy it and then put a spin on it where yours is better. Like yours is more efficient. Yeah, yours does something that's better. Yeah, it just doesn't seem that hard. But <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. The the government rants can can go on forever, and I'm sure we can be <laughs> circular with it as much as possible, <laughs> or we could be circular the entire night. But I don't know. It's clearly something we're both frustrated with in general. It's just I, it's yeah. it's just kind of incredible. I just refuse to accept that the government is doing better than ten percent of what they could be doing, and that's just completely blows my mind that. Like, we just have all this opportunity sitting on our fingertips if we really cared and tried, and things would get a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, we just aren't interested at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and we, I, we were just kind of talking about this, my, my aunt and I, because she just bought a new car and uh, she had to wait like weeks for the, she had to wait like, a, like seven to, uh, seven to 10 business days for, the title to be processed so that the DMV could know that she owned the car now and that it wasn't at the dealership. How is that not just like a, you submit a form at the end of every day to the DMV and now they have it. Yeah. Or just like, go online, type in a few buttons. Like now you're good to go. Yeah. Like at the dealership, all you'd think all they'd have to do every day is send a form to the DMV via their dealership portal and say, these are the cars that people own now. These are the cars that we own now. Please change them in your system. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's, the, that's the fundamental problem with government. <clears throat> if you want to get a little philosophical, is that like they're just the ultimate monopoly on a space, and you're never going to have. There's no incentives for you to do well. Like if you own the entire, you own all of government, so you own this entire, you own the DMV. Everything related to DMV is you, and will always be you. There's no way someone can come make a better company. So it really just yeah. doesn't matter whether or not you do a good job, and like. Sure, if a company could come in, they'd just make some super frictionless system and you'd be like the DMV would be out of business because Amazon would run 
all yeah. the cars like yeah i don't know it's 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 interesting to think about in the least, but it is, uh, it's constantly frustrating if you think about it too long and hard. Oh, it, I mean, you can go actually crazy every single day on a new thing. <laughs> and all of them government related. Yeah, all government related. Just going down a spiral until you're tearing your hair out and yeah. shaking your fist on the Capitol steps. And the other insanely frustrating, the other insanely frustrating thing is, you could probably do the same thing with companies too. Like, like we can end up in the same amount of frustration at private companies and the things that they're allowed to do in certain sectors as we are at the government and their general ineptitude. Like you have, you have capital-driven world, which makes it so efficient and effective. But also makes you so wildly uh, fallible to greed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, and the government's the same way in the sense that it's insanely fallible to power. Uh, but like, it, there's just there's just, <laughs> there's I don't know how you properly balance the two because we clearly haven't figured it out. Is I guess what I'm saying. Like you can find the evils in purely for profit things, and you can always find the the frustrating ineptitudes of government-run institutions Mm -hmm. so where's the balance yeah yeah the the company one is kind of interesting because there is like the philosophy that the economy (laughs) runs best and you know the most value is created for humanity when your companies are just strictly focused on profit which like sounds good in theory but is clearly not true in a lot of cases where you like it'd be a lot better if the people at the company in charge had more of like a moral like if they actually cared about doing good and not yeah just being greedy like maximizing profit like actually isn't always the best thing for people and but yeah there's no reason for them not to really unless they're just happen to be a certain kind of person right yeah so so i think i think that's an interesting conversation to get into like like where where is the balance most appropriate and like where are the fields where stronger government is needed or where less government is more appropriate for the situation mm-hmm. but that is that's what i'm i don't necessarily even feel equipped to talk about and i'm certainly not going to dive into on my snow day but <laughs> yeah we don't need to boil your brain here <laughs> no shit but speaking of which i'm probably gonna bail like i said i figured this uh, would be a short one but uh i don't know maybe we can get together sometime this week and do another short uh a little quick hitter yeah that'd be cool we'll see you know like yeah maybe a midweek kind of find some hypotheticals or something to dick around with. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to experiment with. I don't, I I can't really see this as a segment show though. You know, like, like we'd never have a routine thing to do. Yeah. I thought about that too. Yeah. It sounds fun, but like, I don't know. I just don't see it as us unless we get to the point where we have an audience that's like willing to participate and send us the things they want to hear us talk about. (laughs) Right. You know, like, yeah. I would do that, but... We're already all over the place enough. Maybe we do need a little structure. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we do need a little bit of structure, but we'll see. I'm uh, I've officially grown our audience a little bit, at least with the people downstairs, so... Oh, Nepotism never hurt anyone. Keep mm-hmm. it in the family. Well, but... <laughs> enjoy tunneling around in the snow to try to get anywhere you want to be. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's shovel the driveway round four for me oh. <laughs> as soon as I get off this, so... <laughs> 
We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, you, uh, yeah, you have a you wonderful soon. night. You uh, too. Stay warm. Enjoy your 75 and sunny day. Oh, it was a gorgeous day, but I won't tell you about it. So, <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I had a good one, too. Don't, yeah, don't even think about the sunny beach. I'll do my best to avoid it. Bye. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Love you. Yeah, love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.